most of you may know Jen and I, but uh, Jen, Jennifer Morris and myself, we actually met through social media. We did. We most did. people, I mean, how many of you could say like, I have yet to meet my best friend? Uh, you know, I just have to meet him on social media. It's like, remember back in the day, oh gosh, crazy things are popping into my mind, Jen, you are in for a ride. I hope you're okay with this. I just thought about this. Do y'all remember back in like the 2000s? Like we were both prehistoric dirt. So we kind of remember the, the 2000s. But you remember when someone first online dated and you were like, oh, is that safe? I'm not so sure about that. Oh, I happen to know a little bit about that. <laughs> I was just thinking that, just thinking that. And then like, it turns out you meet your spouse and they're like, a rock star, amazing man. Oh, wait, that's how you met Mr. Tom Sarah. Mm -hmm. It is. It's true. So, and that's how you <laughs> met one of your besties. So like, let's share with them a little bit about how we met. Jen and I actually met through a Facebook group for adoptive mamas. So Jen, do you want to kind of expand yeah, on that a little bit? Sure. I sure will. Okay. And because you guys are not in on our little internal girlfriend party here. Um, my name is Jennifer Morris. I'm an integrated presidential director. I've been coaching for just a little over five years. And this is Gina Eccles, my amazing coach, who's been coaching for about 10 years now, a little over 10, yep. also an integrated presidential director. And um, <clears throat> we're really honored tonight to share with you guys a little bit about social media and how it's done. And I love that you know, five years ago, I really didn't know a whole lot about social media. And now here I am being asked to speak because um, people, I guess, from corporate really like what they see. So I'm here to share with you that if it terrifies you, if it seems super complicated to you, I'm here to debunk the myth. We're going to break it down Barney style and really, uh, you know, put it in. That's, that's a genius. That's a genius. <laughs> I just used a genius. I Barney just stole y'all. So yeah, so we met, um, online, just like, I mean, all my best friends and husband, I guess. Um, but we met, um, through, um, Ethiopian adoption. We are both adoptive mamas and we were going through the process at the same time, but we were not in Ethiopia at the same time. So we were connected, uh, through a social media group. I saw her there. In fact, I think maybe she was the most active person in the group. She might've even founded it. Um, but I was just there like eyes like this had no idea. And we got connected <clears throat> and, um, I started noticing her like, wow, this girl is really got it all going on. You know, in my mind, I was like, she, you know, she knows so much. Um, she just seemed like a leader to me. And um, it wasn't until I stalked her social media, literally, you guys, for three years, three years. And uh, finally, I was, you know, a credit card thrower and said, okay, I don't know what you've got going on, but my doctor's telling me that I've got to get myself healthy. So um, I reached out and yeah, I mean, you can add to it uh, and, and add your side of the story because there's always two sides of the story. Well, so I will tell you all, um, I knew the day that I first started this sounds so funny playing in the playground with Jen. I knew on that group that she was somebody that I wanted to get to know 
I knew that from what I saw from her outside world, which is what she was posting on social media, that this was someone who could benefit from Optavia, not from a weight loss standpoint, but from a, a health coaching standpoint. I knew she was a woman of integrity. I knew she had the kind of characteristics that we were looking for in coaches and, and people that we wanted to work with. And um, I also knew that adopting was not inexpensive. And so, so we had built this relationship where, where through social media, where I asked her questions, you guys noticed, she said she stalked me for three years. I had no idea, but I did ask her questions about adoption. I did engage with her. We did have a lot of, uh, private messages about mm -hmm. adoption, not I was about like, weight loss. Watching my social media. She's like wishing my kids happy birthday and private messaging me questions and, and things like that. But it was so authentic and, um, and it still is to this day. It's, it's truly like, you know, and then when we finally met, literally, I think I, I was either a baby FIBC or an executive director. Mm -hmm. And I was at my first convention and literally you guys, we saw each other across the room and it was like this, <sighs> We had been working together for like nine months and we ran and Gina tackled me and, um, and I'm sure the whole room was looking at us. We were those screaming girls and I'm not even a screaming girl, but it was great. So, um, so we just really wanted to share with you guys a little bit that, you know, this isn't just theoretical, you know, information. This is actually how it's been done and, um, and how we've taught people together to do this over and over and over. And Gina taught me and we've taught lots of people. So, and so anyway, so this is just a little picture I had to put up because this was literally about, um, we had been working together for, um, less than a year, but it was right after convention. And, um, and that was us five years ago. <laughs> so what are you funny, Jen? We swapped. I wear the glasses now and you don't have to. Well, <laughs> at least I probably that. should be. So, um, so anyway, yeah. So we're just going to break it down a little bit today and talk to you about social media, but in the context of mindset, skill set, and action. Okay. So as most of you know, mindset, your mind is really the ruler of all things, whatever you know, they say what, what your mind, uh, what's in your mind rules your life, right? What controls your mind rules your life. And I love how I heard someone say earlier, marry the process, but divorce the results. And social media is kind of that way. So really beginning to develop this mindset of becoming this person, your future self, but also just staying true to yourself. So being your authentic self. And I think that's what Gina has said to me over and over that she saw this um, in me in the group. And because we became friends through the group, she really liked how authentic I was. And, um, you know, and I did a lot of things imperfectly. I was not like a professional social media person, just a regular human. So be yourself, right? And Gina is totally herself. There, God broke the mold with her. So, uh, <laughs> so that's what people want, right? Um, and then once you begin to stir the pot up a little bit and just begin to live your life and do the things, you're going to find that there are more people in your corner than you think. 
I will tell you when I first started coaching, I had like less than 200 friends on social, on Facebook. And I had not even, I didn't even have an Instagram account. And I was so worried about what those 193 people were going to think of me. And what I realized was those people did not pay my mortgage, nor does anything they think it's, it's none of my business, what they think about me. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Gina? Yep. And you were very, very much a good, a good role model in that. So, um, also we want, we want everyone to know that, um, all of you guys really to know that there is a gift that we have in our hands and you get to a point where you're like, wow, I've just done this. Like I, I've watched all these people in my, in my, in our group do this. And I've just done this for myself. And I kind of start feeling like a jerk, not sharing it. So that's, that's kind of where I ended up, you know, just realizing that like this gift is something that it's like, I deserve other people deserve to know what's out there. So that's when I really began sharing and really coming to this peaceful place with yourself that it's not going to go perfect. Y'all you might have a few people out there who say, are you going to do this? You know, are you going to just post all this stuff? Yeah, I am. And you know what? I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me. And that's okay. That's one of the big things I've learned in the last couple of years as a leader that just the whole, you do you boo boo really works for me. (laughs) Oh, good. And guys, really, if, if you can capture the why this mindset behind this, if you can come in and begin to see like, wow, I I try to teach this with my, my kids. Like, you know, sometimes your kids can amp you up and then you see everything. And a lot of times you can amp yourself up before the kids walk in the room and you see everything that you may not have seen if you hadn't made up a story prior to that. So this mindset piece, the reason we're starting here is because if you can understand that what you hold in your hand is a gift, and like Jen mentioned, if you can let go of your beliefs, you can let go of your fears, you can just jump right in full force and love people well, then then you're going to start to see what a difference you can make. And Jen, I was just giggling because I was thinking, okay, 193 friends and I was one of them. So she really had 192 friends. And then I started thinking about this and I, and I know we'll maybe get to this, but like out of her 193 friends, I was the one posting positive stuff. I was the one encouraging. And so you might think to yourself, well, am I really making a difference? But clearly one out of 193 made a difference for the Morris Sarah family. And you could be the one that makes a difference for the people in your friends list. And you guys have to understand, I literally did not know her. Like Mm -hmm. I did not know her at all. So, you know, just keep that in mind. She had that much of an influence because of what she was radiating. And now, you know, pretty much everything that I post, and we're going to talk about the skill set now, is <clears throat> really running everything through that Optivia, Optivia brand. Okay. So when we say, I don't 
you know, I don't do Optivia. I am Optivia. Mm -hmm. What that means is our brand is living above the line. Our brand is acceptance and we're here for anyone who needs to be helped. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so when you're thinking about your brand, Gina, you know, always taught me, okay, what are the three or four things that you want to be known for? Right. If you're a health coach and you're serious about the business, I would say the first thing, of course, is that you're a hope dealer. You're a health coach. You help people with their health. And then you get to pick the other two or three things. For me, it's like an adoptive mom. I'm a world traveler. I've been to, you know, more countries than most people combined. Um, and, you know, and then, you know, I am a huge beach lover. So though I tend to run my posts through that kind of a filter. And then the ultimate, you know, sifter is, is this adding value? Is this something that someone can hold on to? Is this going to help create an authentic relationship with someone out there? Can someone relate to me? So as you're creating authentic relationships, think about that and think about when you're going through and you're going through your friends and you're stirring up, I just call it like stirring up, churning up your, um, your social media. Think about, you know, put people, if you've got people in your heart, don't just leave them up here, put them on a list and make sure that you're, that you're on purpose, that you're living your life on purpose, reaching out to them. And as they begin to go back and forth, like you hit the tennis ball, they hit it back. You hit the tennis ball. I put that little, the little brands up in the corner, so small that you almost can't even read them up there. And the point of that is that you can see any one of those brands and you know what they stand for, right? So you want to be such a person that your brand, whatever it is, whether you're a a horsey person or you're like a racetrack person or you're a biker or you're um, a mom of twins or you're, you know, a fur baby mom and I don't have any kids, you know, whatever it is, your brand is going to speak before your social presence enters the room. Does that make sense? So. so good, Jen. Yeah, totally. Okay. So, um, I mean, unless you want to add anything right there, but I'm just going to go on through. Go on. Okay. Okay. So, so whenever you're being authentic on social media, there's also this very fine line. It's like a sifter really, um, where it's okay to be vulnerable, but you also want to demonstrate that you have emotional agility. Mm-hmm. Okay. I call so, that being attractive. Yes. Yeah. And so you're not, I mean, and look, life is real, right? We do get stuck in a rut sometimes. Um, But what I like to do whenever I'm sharing that, because I don't want to be fake. I want to be real. I want to share if I'm having a struggle. But what I do in my post is I talk about my strategy Mm -hmm. to help me out of that or what's happened, what's missing and what's next, right? You don't want to just get stuck on what's happened. And what's happened and what's happened. Okay. So then you put it through that emotional intelligence, that agility, or as Dr. A calls it emotional fitness. I mean, you really move into that because I was a chronic complainer before Optivia y'all. I, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say how badly I used to complain. And now, you know, now that I've just been through so much and just been poured into from both Gina and just from what we hear and just understanding what the um, habits of transformational leadership are, 
really filtering what I do through that filter, it just comes out differently. And, you know, once you practice these things, it's going to become second nature and it really will be part of who you are. So it's, it becomes super, super authentically you. Jen, um, I want to add to that real quick too. Sure. We were talking to a girlfriend today and, and um, one of the things she mentioned is like, you know, we were all at one time in the coffee shop complaining and not aware of it. And as you become more and more part of Octavia, you start to become aware of that chronic complaining. So run your, run your brand through that same filter. Look at the things that you're posting and say, Hey, is this making people feel good? Is this, is this asking for strategy? Is this really, or am I just, as I like to tell my kids, are you, are you, do you, do you need a strategy behind that? Or are you just whining to whine? (laughs) And that's okay, but really check your brand and make sure that that's how you want to come across. That doesn't, again, we talked about being authentic. So that doesn't mean you're inauthentic and you're all happy, happy all the time, but really be mindful of the posts that you're putting out there. Okay, Jen, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Oh my gosh. It's super perfect. And, um, and perfect the art. This is kind of like the radiator type thing. Are you a radiator or a drain? I want to radiate. I want to put out hope. I want to attract people in. And that's what we do on our social media. It's called attractional marketing. It's not, you know, we don't spam people. We don't, Hey, I've got, we're running a sale. Like we don't do any of that stuff. And a lot of people are used to seeing that out there now because social media has come so far, but what we do, um, is we've perfected the art of the humble brag. So, and that just basically means, I'm super proud of myself because I used to be a constant complainer and now I lift people up and I find the good in situations. That's a humble brag. Okay. And you could say that about just about anything in your life, including your weight loss, your non-scale victories. Um, you know, the fact that you now have a model morning in place, the fact that you yelled at your kids less today. I mean, these are all things that you can share about. And then you know, essentially you want to always kind of put it through the filter of radiating hope, not rose colored glasses, not fakey McFakerton, but radiate hope, radiate solution. Yeah. Right. Okay. Jen, you actually just shared something. So that's what guys, did you see when she was talking about like, maybe, maybe your kids were rough. Like I was thinking about one time I posted a picture and it was like, I came into work And I came out to this and my whole kitchen, it was like, they took everything out of every cabinet. And then I was like, anybody else filling an extra cup of coffee today? That's a way that you are like sharing, Hey, life just happened. I may or may not have gotten really upset about the kitchen. I just cleaned before I went in to do a few calls. And so by coming out and finding a way I could have come out and been like, why do they always do this? Because that would have been your previous response, right? For sure. For sure. Or anybody else walk through this? Do you feel the difference? Can you all feel that radiating hope that like, whoo, okay, here it is. This is what we can do. And that's really what we're talking about is just what you're doing is you're attracting people into your, to your tribe, Um, you know, to your team, like, Hey, I'm team exhausted mom. 
mm-hmm. you know, I'm team, whatever. And, and it's, it actually makes it so relatable. You're so relatable when you do that. People mm-hmm. do not want perfection. Okay. Um, okay. We got to keep, we gotta, yes, let's, move, gotta, let's move. Go okay. ahead. Yeah. Okay. I'll get you. So, <clears throat> so, um, I want to leave you with kind of like a top 10 list. I love how, you know, the late show, you know, somebody's late show would say, you know, here's our top five list. Okay. So this is kind of, you know, I, I love having a checklist. And so I want to leave you guys a checklist for maximum impact with your social media. So number one, we've talked about it a lot, run everything through your brand filter. Does this, does this represent who I am and how I want to be remembered? Is this how I want to show myself to people? And is this adding value, right? So every day I post, for me, I post an inspirational quote, something that may or may not touch certain people, right? Then I post a recipe because it's adding value to free for people. And I've had so many people, if I miss a day that they say, oh my gosh, where's your recipe? I'm at the grocery store or I'll have, you know, physicians or people that I work with, um, nurses, you know, people, mom groups that I've, oh my gosh, I make my whole grocery list from the recipes that you post every week. I just love them. So I add that value for free. The third thing I do is I share something personal, right? Just like Gina's, you know, coming out to the, you know, the kitchen explosion. I share something personal. It's either how proud I am of my child or um, a struggle that I'm working my way through or something that I read that's inspiring me. It can be literally anything. If you, I had someone tell me the other day, I have no idea what to post about. I'm boring. And I said, are you kidding me? I said, can you look to your right, please? She looked to her right I said, pick up whatever you see. And she picked it up. And I said, okay, can you please tell the story of that coffee mug on your social media? Boom. It's that easy. Anything. Your favorite pen, a nail color, your lip gloss, these earrings, my messy bun, you know, whatever. It doesn't really does not matter. People don't care. And this picture of me, you guys, this is not a particularly attractive a picture of me. I mean, but I put this picture out on my social media one day, just sitting in my workspace. And this picture right here blew up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. When I put that out there, the first thing I ran through my, the Jennifer brain was that's a lot of wrinkles. You can (laughs) see my gray hair. Oh my gosh. It's messy behind me. There's my foam roller behind me. I've got a blanket wrapped around, but honest to God, you guys live your life out loud and it doesn't have to be ultra personal. Right. So the other thing that I do is I, is, uh, in the evenings, I always share a transformation and and I want to share transformations of other coaches, people who've given me permission, but people who don't look like me, because I want to attract a huge diverse population of people. I don't want 51 year old females. Yes, I do. I mean, I'll take plenty of 51 year old females, but I want all ages, all races, all colors, all religions, all, you know, despite all the differences, remember beliefs separate us, values bring us together. If our value is to add health to people's lives, that's what we want to put out there. So, um, so live your journey out loud once a week or daily. 
that can be in a scale victory or a non-scale victory. It can be like, oh my goodness, I just went up the stairs with a load of laundry and I was not short of breath. That's just, this is totally amazing. <laughs> Love this program, right? So, um, and then show your authentic self. I mean, I think I've beat that one to death. And then when you're being social on social media, balance your inner strengths with your, with your vulnerabilities. So don't make it always about your vulnerability, right? Because even though sometimes in our head space, we get caught up, hung up on in, in a space, we want to also begin like love the person you are and put it out there because people want to learn how to love themselves. So once you figure out, and if you need help figuring out your strengths, hello, that's what your mentorship is for. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you how many times Gina believed in me more than I believed in myself. And um, so make sure that you're balancing those things that you're putting out there. And then literally, Gina, I'm going to let you hammer this one home because being social on social media, I've heard, I went to, I like, I could hear Gina saying this in my head over and over and over. What does that mean exactly? Well, it really just means genuinely loving people, being social, connecting, utilizing social media for what social media was created for, which is to build relationships, to connect. See, Jen and I were connected and therefore Jen followed me. Jen and I, so, so when we say be social on social media, leave no friend behind. Don't allow the algorithms to control who you get to see and what you get to see, but go be social with your friends on Facebook. Go love on them for real. Go actually care about what's happening in their world. It really, really will make a huge difference um, the more social you are. And Jen, I wanted to share this because um, Jen kind of shared her strategy on um, how she posts, because some of us just have to be a little more systemized because that's just, if we didn't, our hot mess of a life would like make it not happen at all. But I want you to know, like, it's not about perfection. It really is about showing up daily on social media and really being fun, being attractional, but also if someone came to your timeline tonight and they looked at what you, what you've posted, like go back 15 posts and ask yourself a really real and raw question. Would they know that you help other people get healthy? would they? If they not, it's time to make a switch. It's yep. time to get more authentic. Okay, Jen, I knew you have more on your. No, I mean, that was really it. I just, I wanted you to drive that point home. And then the last thing, um, you know, really um, actually just two more things. So one is always run what you do through your mentorship team. Okay. This is kind of like the triple asterisk at the, at the bottom. Your mentors know your business. Okay. They know, are you oversharing? Do you need to pull back a little bit? Are you undersharing? Do you not share your transformation? Are you sharing your, well, I don't know that you can share your transformation too much. Honestly, I really don't think you can from what I've seen, <laughs> but I mean, maybe like, and, or maybe it's just some weird thing that you're saying. Maybe you're saying, reach out to me. And that's too hokey for people. Um, they can help you fine tune. So just please talk to your mentorship, um, about what you're doing. And then, um, 
one thing that I think I forgot to put in the slide, and then I'm going to close up is actually making your profile picture, a transformation photo. Okay. I'm not going to harp on that too long, except to say that as people see you in groups or as people, as you begin to add friends, old friends, high school friends, college friends, they're all going to see your profile first. That's your first impression. When they see it side by side, if you have a weight loss um, journey or any other kind of journey, make sure that it's part of your, part of your um, profile picture. Um, okay. And then the last point, and we're all done is that consistency is more important, important than perfection. I'm going to say that again, cause I almost didn't get it out. Consistency is more important than perfection. So being consistent, Gina, being consistent on social media is what got me here today. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. Um, I really enjoyed training with you tonight, Gina. And uh, I just want to say thank you for everyone uh, being here. And hopefully this was helpful to you. Have an Love awesome. It. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye-bye.